Colts fans, we got him. Anthony Richardson is an Indianapolis Colt. So let's talk about it. Welcome to a special edition of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast presented by Fan Nation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, live in Kansas City at the NFL Draft, and I'm joined by my fellow writer and colleague at Horseshoe Huddle, Drake Wally. Drake, last night was, we, we said it was going to be wild, and it absolutely was. Uh not gonna lie heart was beating a little fast there uh when that when the cardinals were on the clock right there wondering if a team was gonna trade up but in the end the colts got their quarterback how you doing man i am doing fantastic uh it's a lot different waking up knowing that you've got a solution it's something that has just been argued about and and you know debated about over and over mock drafts analysis we've wrote pieces upon pieces about all these prospects and um, we got one, you know, and it was the one that uh, even I'll even say what Destin, uh, our own Destin Adams said, is that this is what we at Horseshoe Huddle uh, have been saying is that it was going to be Anthony Richardson. I know Jake Arthur kind of had maybe CJ Stroud as, as his number one, but we really thought that this is what what they were going to do. They did. And boy, looking forward to it. Can't wait. Right. I mean, and that's that's the thing I tweeted out yesterday. It's all the national guys were talking about Will Levis. All of us local guys that cover the team day to day were saying it was going to be Anthony Richardson. That's who the Colts were high on. So you guys got to believe the beat writers, the guys that are there day to day. That's a victory for us. So, Josh, love to see you there, buddy. What's up? Logan Schmidt, the goat, is in the house. Stats, Matt, saying that it happened. <laughs> Wyatt Law is here. DSG, good bar. We've got Dave. We've got Sky, Sarah, all the heavy hitters in the chat joining us on your guys' lunch hour. Uh, we really do appreciate it. So if you haven't done so already, you got to follow us because content is just popping up off the wazoo. Go ahead and like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook. Go ahead and follow at Colts on FN on Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit that bell so you know whenever Drake and I are going live, whenever Destin and Shad are going live. And then if you want to just listen to us, we're on Apple Podcasts and Megaphone currently with more platforms to come. The links are also in the description. Go ahead and uh, get subscribed there. But but Drake, let's dive right into it. The Colts with the fourth overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft selected Anthony Richardson, quarterback out of Florida. Uh, we're going to start out with, as the title says, this is a gut reaction. We're, uh, I kind of want to see, since I wasn't able to watch the stream last night when the pick was made, tell me what your gut reaction was, and then I'll kind of tell you what my experience was there uh, in the in the workroom, uh, media workroom uh, there at Union Station last night. How do you feel, buddy? So I, I, it was pretty insane because I remember I'll just I'll just like go with what I'll, I'll just like describe what me and Destin were doing when we were live watching it. So he's like, you know, the the Cardinals are on the clock. The best thing that could happen is if the Houston Texans at this point trade up because they just grabbed CJ Stroud, which also no one. I, when that happened, I was like, what in the hell is going on? It's <laughs> like I did not think he was going to go to the Texans. But when they traded up we were pretty much thinking, all right, it's Levis or it's Richardson. This is it right here, right now. I obviously am a Richardson guy. So when they did select his name, it just, everything just made perfect sense for it. Um, You know, you've got all the measurables are there. Shane Steichen is a perfect match for a guy like him. 
Jim Bob Cooter is a good offensive coordinator for him. So that's all the things that were my instant reaction, but just joy, pure unadulterated joy. You've got a guy who's never been this athletic since Andrew Luck and everyone misses Andrew Luck. So guess what? Now you've got the highest freaking ceiling you can put under center and you can teach behind a guy like Gardner Minshew potentially with a mind like Steichen. That's just a perfect match to me. So I thought it was awesome and just pure unadulterated joy. Can't stop thinking about it. Right. I mean, it, it took me a while to get to sleep last night. I, I'm running on, on maybe four hours of sleep here uh, <laughs> yeah. this morning. And, and we've got another long night ahead of us with rounds two and three. But when the Cardinals came up on the pick, I mean, when, when the Cardinals took CJ Stroud uh, at that point, it had come kind of obviously that, that that that's the direction they were going. But then when the Cardinals came on the clock, things got tense. Ballard's not wrong that, that the Colts were a little bit, a little bit worried about what could happen, which teams could move up. And when Houston moved up, that was kind of the big sigh of relief that, that Houston wasn't going to jump and get a quarterback. They went up and got their defender and Will Anderson. And then when the Colts were on the clock, it was, it was just about making that decision. And, and again, it was kind of that battle. We know all the national guys were saying it was going to be Will Levis. We obviously saw how that happened or what happened with that last night. All the local guys were saying that the Colts were really high on Anthony Richardson and that if it came down between those two, Richardson would be the pick. And I'm not going to lie, when, when it was announced that Anthony Richardson was the pick for the Indianapolis Colts last night, there was a lot of people in the media room that, that were very surprised by that. Uh, but obviously they don't cover the team day to day. They, they more probably look at the national guys. But as far as the local guys, we knew who the Colts wanted. This is a guy that most of us who have dove into the tape and really studied these quarterbacks. I mean, I've, I've probably watched six or seven games worth of, of film on Anthony Richardson from last year alone. Just diving into the film, this kid's got it. And then not only that, but being able to speak with him last night uh, at that press conference, seeing the raw emotion, seeing the type of kid he is how humble how how driven he is to get better and and become a great quarterback in this league uh i i think i think you can't really consider yourself a colts fan if you're not excited about anthony richardson coming to indianapolis the type of person that he is not only what he's going to try to do on the field but but the type of person he's going to be off the field and in the community absolutely home run for the indianapolis colts and i think that if Anthony Richardson can reach his ceiling, and I think Indianapolis Colts with Shane Steichen and the infrastructure around him, this is the best place for Anthony Richardson and gives him the best chance to reach that ceiling. And I think if he does, you're talking about a quarterback that's on the level of Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, uh, Josh Allen. Doesn't have the same skill set. Each one of those guys is a little bit different and excels in, in, in different ways. But you're talking about an alien at quarterback that you can compete with the best in the NFL for, for 10, 15 years. So absolutely ecstatic about the pick. Let's go to the chat here and see what, what's, uh, what people are saying here. Sky says that it's AR season. Definitely is. Uh, Wyatt Law say never play poker with Chris Ballard and the Colts the Colts really did a great job of keeping everything in-house not letting anything out that they were uh, really high on Anthony Richardson um, Logan Schmidt is asking is is Drake drinking already uh, it's noon year time it's only 11 o'clock uh, my time that would hey I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, 
judge you, Drake, if you were having a drink in celebration. DSG Goodbar says, I couldn't breathe through the first few picks. You definitely weren't the only Colts fan uh, that was feeling the same way. But, but Drake, I know we kind of did, we did an episode all about Anthony Richardson, but we have to address this and, and really let's dive into it. What, what do you think Anthony Richardson brings to the Indianapolis Colts? And, and we can kind of break this up in two parts. What do you think he can bring early in his career? And then we can talk about his ceiling and what he could be for the Colts. Yeah. Uh, starting out, he's going to bring raw ability. Obviously he's, he's not going to be afraid to throw the ball. He's not going to be afraid to take the chances to, to win games. I don't think that he's gun shy at all. Um, so you're, you're definitely going to see no shortage of that as he's on the field. You're going to see, I mean, we'll, we'll be honest. You'll see mistakes. You know, you're going to see mistakes. If he goes out there week one, he's going to make some mistakes. There's going to be some plays where you're going to be like, Oh man, what was that? You just got to remember this whole thing. Ballard even said, we picked him because of what we feel like he is going to become not what he's going to hit the ground running doing. Otherwise they would have probably picked Will Levis. Okay. So it's one of those things where I think that right out of the gate, he's going to run the ball really well. He's going to probably be getting the ball out of the, out of the pocket quickly screen passes, maybe even some like option esque type plays where he can use his feet to, to pull a defense in and then maybe throw the ball, you know, run the ball, make reads like that. It's going to be an offense that's tailored to him and Jonathan Taylor. I think the running game is going to be huge. And I think he's going to be using his feet a lot. Um, Deep shots, too. He's going to take deep shots. I think that as his career progresses, though, you're going to see a guy who can make harder throws down the field. That's going to be something that is going to really scare defenses. When he starts being able to drop that ball in deep, oh, man, then he gets the underneath stuff refined, the mid throws, the short throws, because those are the ones, weirdly, that he's not the good, the best at. It's the short and mid throws, the deep one, he's got it. You don't really got to teach him to do that. You just got to refine the mechanics. I think that as his career you know, progresses, though, he's going to be able to throw the ball more, maybe even run less. I think he's going to run more at, you know, at the at the front of his career, whereas as he gets more experience, you'll see him probably get more comfortable throwing more. Right. I like that point you brought up about, about his running ability. And I, I think that's something that realistically why we could see Anthony Richardson maybe a lot sooner than people think. Um, I know uh, there was a uh, – I think it was Sky in here saying the hot take. I think he'll be ready uh, week one with Shane Steichen. Uh, I, I don't know about week one. Um, it, it very well could be. I'm not ruling it out because I it, it, I think what it's really going to depend on is is how he's able to process things uh, at the NFL level. Uh, you, you don't want to throw him out there if he's not ready. You don't want to kill the kid's confidence at the same time the kid needs reps. So you want to make sure he's ready. And then as soon as he is ready, then you can get him out there, start getting him reps, getting that experience. And, and when he's, when you're talking about his rushing ability out there, that allows him to get on the field sooner because he's not just a standard drop back quarterback that, that rushing ability and that rushing threat will allow him to get out there and, and do some more quarterback design runs, uh, be able to, to rely on Jonathan Taylor heavily, uh, be able to make quick reads in the RPO game. Uh, just, just keep things simple for him at first. And then as he starts to master uh, the NFL offense on uh, with Shane Steichen, starts to continue to improve his mechanics, improve on his accuracy. As those things go along, then you can start opening things up for him. And of course, when he's got a, a howitzer attached to his right shoulder there, 
you're going to be able to open things up down the field. Uh, Look at the, the vertical deep threat of Alec Pierce. I'm sure Alec Pierce loved that pick last night. Uh, people forget that in 2021, Michael Pittman Jr. was able to make deep catches down the field. He just didn't really show it last year. So Michael Pittman Jr. is a, is a sneaky deep threat. Jelani Woods is certainly a vertical threat down the field. So I think that's really what we're going to see. We're going to see a lot of what that Philadelphia Eagles offense was last year. I mean, you really focus in on that running game. You bring those defenders down there in the box, and then you create those explosive plays over the top. It's a pretty simple strategy, but one that really fits Anthony Richardson's Anthony Richardson's style early. And then, as like I was saying, as we get down the line, we could see his ceiling. You can everything is there. So when I'm watching, when I'm watching his film and looking at his mechanics and everything, there's nothing that I'm looking at that says, okay, that can't be fixed. Uh, it's just like more of the consistency with his footwork. And and where does that come from? More reps, more repetition, being able to get those live, uh, those live action plays in there uh, with guys flying around you. That's just what he needs. You guys got to remember, Anthony Richardson is 20 years old. The kid can't even legally buy a beer, uh, and he's the face of the end of an NFL franchise currently. So it's you're going to have to give this kid time. So I think as Colts fans, we need to go in with realistic expectations. We'll talk about our expectations here in a bit, but we need to be realistic about it. He's not going to be MVP Cam Newton from day one. You're going to have, it's going to take some time and, and you just want to see that consistent progress. Took Josh Allen a couple years. Patrick Mahomes sat out an entire year. This isn't an Andrew Luck situation where you're going to insert him on the starting lineup from day one and expect to go 11 and five. So, but, but I think, I think he's going to fit perfectly. He brings a very hard worker and he brings the perfect quarterback for what the Colts want to do uh, and, and how they see their offense fitting in the future. And that kind of gets me to Shane Steichen. Drake, how do you feel? I know we talked that it's a really good fit with Shane Steichen, but kind of using, Steichen's past where do you think Steichen is going to really be able to help Anthony Richardson as he develops into uh, a qual a starting quarterback and and possibly even even more you know I know it's kind of cliche to go back to this but um, obviously he's coached the who's who of, of quarterback types he's got the pocket passer the volume passer who can escape but then he's also coached a guy like Jalen Hurts. Okay, now I go back to that because Jalen Hurts was incredibly inaccurate in college. He was raw. He got benched in the national championship game. All sorts of stuff that was saying, oh, well, he's not ready for the NFL. There were times, um, I believe it was 2021, where he would he was missing throws that he should be making. That was just because he wasn't there yet. And Steichen, once he took over, he really refined Jalen Hurts' skills and it took the top off of the of the Eagles offense. He had 22 touchdown passes, yes, but he only had six interceptions and he had 13 on the ground. I mean, so that right there tells me that, like, look, you can fix these mechanics and you can do it while you still are threatening defenses with the run because you can't take that away. You got to continue to have that while you're improving those mechanics. But man, if he could just get him to sit back there and throw the ball without needing to escape, without needing to think, I got to get out of here. That's going to take that's going to really take his game to the next level. But I think he's going to start him off, obviously, by using his strengths. He's going to have him throw the ball deep, but he's going to refine his shorter passing game because that is how you really move the ball. You take some body shots and then you get the knockout punch for the touchdown. Right. And a lot of that has to do with 
with the, those mechanics. And and I I was I was reading a piece, and I think it was by uh, Jonathan. It was either Cameron Wolf or Jonathan Jones of the NFL Network. Uh, I apologize for not remembering who exactly it was, but he was kind of going through his process about what he's been working on this offseason as far as his getting better with those short throws. And there, here's a big misconception that a lot of people don't don't really realize they think oh well you've got a really strong arm quarterback we'll just take something off of it well what would happen is you would see anthony richardson kind of try try to take some of some of the uh his torque off of those balls and, and but he was using his arm he was trying to short arm everything and and that's where the inaccuracy would come in but instead how you do that is by your lower body like Dan Orlovsky always says this, and it's it's it, it sounds kind of cliche, but it's so true. Accuracy with a quarterback starts from your feet and goes all the way up. It's about having that that solid base. Like I was kind of showing you, Drake, at the combine, how when you'd watch Anthony Richardson on his really good throws, on his really accurate throws, he had that solid base where his his feet were were about shoulder width apart. But then on some other ones, if he had too wide of a base, it was a little inaccurate. Too short of a base, it was a little inaccurate. So it all starts with the with the footwork there. Then it kind of goes up to your midsection, the torque in your hips and your torso, being able to kind of, as, as Zach Hicks, he did a great piece on this, uh, talking about the mechanics of Carson Wentz a couple seasons ago, uh, being able to set the hallway kind of making sure that your your midsection is lined up with the target that you're throwing to. And then that compact release that that Anthony Richardson does have. So his upper body, like his shoulders and up, all that is is good. It's all about refining those lower body mechanics and getting everything in sync with one another. And then once you do that, then you're going to see the consistency in his accuracy just go through the roof. And I think that's where Shane Steichen has really excelled. That's what he's helped with with Jalen Hurts. There were concerns about Justin Herbert in this area, and we saw Justin Herbert be able to correct those right away. The Colts are going to also be working with Anthony Richardson's private quarterback coach on all of these things. So it's not just the Colts coaching staff. It's his private coaches and the guys that he's working out with in the offseason. All of those guys are going to be on the same page, have a detailed game plan for Anthony Richardson. So that way he can continue to progress and, and, and not have any setbacks either. You don't want him to take two steps forward and then start getting into some bad habits, uh, maybe not being as, as critical or, or, or looking at the finer details of of those mechanics, and then you kind of can take some step back and fall into some some bad habits that you're going to have to recorrect in a sense. So that's going to be interesting is to seeing how the accuracy improves, how the decision making improves as he as he gets more comfortable, as he gets more live reps in the NFL game, and and I really think that is going to be key. So. Um, Drake, let's let's talk about the expectations. Uh, and like I said before, we're gonna have to be realistic with these. He's not Andrew Luck. He's not a perfect prospect. And, and I've kind of mentioned this in earlier shows. I think Colts fans need to be expecting or, or be ready for the possibility that that this Colts team might not reach 500 this year. That they are still trying to get back to it. I think if they reach 500, eight and nine, nine and eight season, I think I'd be ecstatic for that drake what are your realistic expectations for anthony richardson in his rookie season you know um it's interesting i'm looking at i know that cam newton was obviously far more ready 
okay to play mm-hmm. NFL football day one. But we put we compare these guys a lot. Well, here's his first season. All right, six and ten. He went six and ten back when they played sixteen games. He was sixty percent for his throws. He had twenty one touchdown passes to seventeen interceptions. But they had to run the ball with him a lot. He had, I believe, it was. 706 yards on the ground with 14 rushing touchdowns. Okay, now that's ridiculous. Now, the reason that I bring up Cam Newton's numbers, though, is because they they won only six games with even him playing Superman ball. Okay, Mm -hmm. the Colts have a better roster. They have a better roster than Cam Newton did. Uh, They just do. And they have more weapons than Cam Newton did. And so he's not coming into the league anywhere near as ready. But I think that what you need to be expecting is a lot of mistakes. You need to be expecting him to make Incorrect reads, sale balls. Uh, His mechanics are literally getting fixed in real time as he's out there playing. So you got to go easy on him. Don't expect a whole slew of wins either. Um, You're going to also see plays where you're like, holy cow, this is exactly why we got this guy. And you're going to start seeing and thinking, wait till that starts happening more and more. You just, it's going to take time. He's only 20. You might not get the full finished product till the dude's 23. Okay, like you, it's going to take time. So I also think that I did a piece where I predicted each one of the top five five quarterbacks. And if they started hypothetically every game for the Colts, what would their record be? I had Richardson at six and 11. I had him at six and 11, maybe seven and 10. Um, But yeah, you're going to see a lot of awesome plays, a lot of great things, a lot of sparks where you're like, that's what we're going to see down the road more consistently. But man, can't emphasize enough. He's going to be learning on the fly and he's going to make a slew of mistakes. Just be ready for that. Yeah, I, I think so too. And, and that what that's the best way to learn. Wyatt Law said it in the chat uh, a few minutes ago, talking about how Peyton Manning uh, was was the one that started, had all those mistakes, and he was better for it. Uh, there was another someone else in the chat, Truett, right here, says Peyton said he was glad to start as a rookie just to get baptized by fire. He says, I don't think Anthony Richardson could do that. Uh, it, it all depends on the mental. I think with Anthony Richardson, the Colts wouldn't have taken him if his mental makeup wasn't strong enough to handle that i i do think that anthony richardson we were i don't know if we can expect him to start for week one i think i think with anthony richardson you want to make sure like i said that he's ready and by ready, I'm not talking about the accuracy. I'm not talking about his mechanics need to be perfect. I'm talking about right there. Yes, Drake, the mental for the his his mental capacity as far as as really digesting the offense, being able to make those calls at the line of scrimmage, being able to uh, to to kind of call uh, be on the same page with Ryan Kelly as far as the protection goes, just being able to go out there and not being overwhelmed. And, and I don't think it's going to take Anthony Richardson very long to do that. It, it's really hard to predict when Anthony Richardson will start right now because it's what April 28th. Uh, and we won't know anything about that till September. I mean, he's got to go through OTAs. He's got to go through training camp, the preseason, but I will tell you this. If Anthony Richardson doesn't start this year, 
the Colts have no problem with letting him sit. They're going to be, they're going to take their time with Anthony Richardson. I really think that's the right move. There's no sense in, in trying to push him out there too early. If he's not ready, make sure he's ready. And then you can, once you get him out there, you slowly bring him along, make things more complex and, and see what happens. The Colts moves this off season have been different than in the past, the past couple off seasons, because they haven't, they're not going after the big, big free agents, like a Stephon Gilmore or a Matt Ryan, Yannick Ngakwe, like they did last year because they thought they were close to to winning a Super Bowl. No, your top three agents who were signed were Matt Gay, a kicker, Samson Abukum, a defensive end who has been largely rotational, but I think he's gonna I think he is gonna shine, but it's not a top level name. The Colts are, are adding good young pieces because the this is the this pick and and the Colts are looking towards 2024 and 2025 not 2023. So if Anthony Richardson comes in and makes mistakes, I'd really don't want to see, I know I'm going to, but I I don't think people should really crucify this kid and and say, well, he's a bust, get him out of there. Just tank for Caleb Williams next year. You got to give the kid time. I mean, Josh Allen took a couple years and now look, look at him. Uh, Jalen hurts the same way. Ballard even said it last night. I mean, these kids need a, sometimes these kids need a couple years and, and I'm perfectly fine with letting Anthony Richardson have a couple years. Jim Mercer would not have been on board with this pick if, if he wasn't okay with, with waiting a couple years. And we've since we've sensed a tone in Ursay's expectations as well, as far as he hasn't talked about adding another Lombardi this year, or next year. I mean, he's talking about years down the line, they're going to let this quarterback make mistakes. They're going to let this quarterback grow and they're going to try to build a young core around him. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is still young. Yes. He's encroaching on his second contract, but he's still fairly young. Michael Pittman jr. Is still young. Alec, Pierce, Jelani Woods, they're going to get these young offensive pieces around this kid so they can, in a sense, grow up together in Shane Steichen's offense and 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 with this Colts team. And I'm really excited to see that. If I had to, if I had to say, if I had to put money down, I'd say probably by midseason we'll see Anthony Richardson out there at, at the long end. We could see him sooner than that, but I think by week eight, week nine, Anthony Richardson will be the starting quarterback uh, for this Colts team. Now, one final question for you here, Drake. Uh, you already put out a piece, so if people haven't seen the piece, uh, definitely go check it out on HorseshoeHuddle.com. Drake, what's your grade for the Anthony Richardson pick? So uh, I I I didn't really have to think hard about this one, and it's it's legitimately not bias. It's the it, it's the upside, and it's just the fact that there's a quarterback in the room that you can get behind now and train and mold. I think it's an A minus. And I put the minus only for one reason, because we have no idea what his floor is going to be. Look, as big of a fan as I am of this of this kid, he's very raw. He is the biggest question mark. He is the biggest, you know, what if, you know, what could he become? But they're, you know, we're not really sure where that floor is right now. So I still give it an A minus, which look, that's a freaking great grade. okay, in the NFL draft. And I think he's going to work out. I really do. I trust I legitimately trust the three-headed coaching monster that is Shane Steichen, Jim Bob Cooter, and Cam Turner to take care of Anthony Richardson. I really do, and I think his teammates, like Wyatt Law said, they're going to love his drive, his sincerity, his story, and just how hard he's going to want to try to get better. And he wants to be a Hall of Famer and even said, quote, if God willing, I want to bring this town to Super Bowl. you got to love that.
that's that was just an awesome quote music to colts fans ears jim ursay's ears everybody's ears love this love this by wyatt law anthony's new teammates are going to fall in love with his sincerity and all the other attributes that'll propel them to bust their butts to carry him along and take care of him 100 percent agree with that anthony richardson is going to fit in very well with this locker room the guys are going to love him love his work ethic uh love the the type of person he is and his football character uh he's going to there's no question about it anthony richardson will be a leader on this team sooner rather than later and and i'm going to give this an a a to a to almost a plus i think i think a plus i'm going to reserve for the andrew luck uh type prospect because we don't again we don't know how anthony richardson's career is going to turn out but you took that big swing. The Colts finally took that big swing on a quarterback. And if you want to, I, I know we've been saying this ad nauseum, but if you want to compete with the alien quarterbacks in the AFC, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, if you want to compete with those guys, you need an alien at quarterback. Anthony Richardson is has the potential to be that alien and when you hire shane Steichen, and you hire uh, an offense uh, offensive staff like this take that swing you're not going to be playing for just to win a couple division titles and and call it good you're in this business to win super bowls go after that big fish that big whale and if he turns out if he turns out to reach his full ceiling which i'm, I'm pretty confident he will the Colts have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL once again. If not, at least you tried. There might be a re- regime change, but as far as Colts fans are concerned, you can go after another quarterback if Anthony Richardson doesn't work out. But you want your franchise that you're rooting for to go after those big fish, those big whales at the quarterback position. Otherwise, you're not going to really be able to see the success that you want to see and those multiple Lombardies in a decade that Jim Mersey so fondly talks about wanting to see in Indianapolis. So, so that's our talk on Anthony Richardson today. We're going to talk about the, uh, the rest of the Colts draft strategy here next, but Drake, I, I mean, I think I, I think I can speak for both of us where I say we're ecstatic to have Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a big it, it's a big deal. I think that it's going to be really fun to watch uh, Anthony Richardson develop with Shane Steichen with a guy like Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. And like you said, young weapons. You have Michael Pittman, who I think is like 24, 25. You've got Jelani Woods, who is going to be hitting his stride. And then you've got an entire backfield that is it's just perfectly suited for Anthony Richardson. Jonathan Taylor's heading that. Then you got Alec Pierce. You have a a reliable vet like Isaiah McKenzie right there in the slot as your safety blanket. They're probably going to draft another wide receiver to help him out. It's, it's perfect. And one more thing, get ready. If he actually hits his ceiling, you're going to have luck versus Watson 2.0. It's going to be Stroud versus AR twice a year. Oh, Man, sign me up for that every dang day of the week. Let's go. That's going to be great. And we're not And we're not even talking about Trevor Lawrence, the other alien <sighs> that's in this division. There's going to be yeah. a lot of fun quarterback play to watch in the AFC South. And the Titans, they need to, they need to kind of make some moves if they want to they join that crowd in, yeah. in the future. But, but, Drake, let's talk about the Colts draft strategy today. Rounds two and three tonight. Uh there's the Colts have options. They they really do. There was quite a few good players last year or last night 
that fell in the draft and they're they're available still here on day two uh, the Colts could even trade back they could stay put and take a guy they really like what do you think the Colts are going to do tonight and then w- either give me some players you think they might target or, or even specific positions that you think they might target tonight or or that you'd like to see them target so uh and I'm, I might be having a brain fart here but it's rounds two and three and then four five six and seven tomorrow correct correct four okay. five four through seven are on Saturday so I think um I don't think that they can pass on a cornerback uh I think that there were some really good ones taken and guess what now kind of like Rich Wheeler said down there you have Porter Jr. and Keely Ringo just sitting there now you ha- it's uh they're pick number four so there's a chance that those guys could be gone. I don't think you can trade back. I think you need a cornerback badly. Um, I do think that they, man, I think they also need a wide receiver. I think they also need a wide receiver. So I think they go, because there were some good receivers. There was a run on those guys at the end of the first round, and there were some good defensive backs taken. So I think that you need to address defensive back first in the second round, and then you need to pick up a receiver in the third round. That's just me. Right. The Colts are very high on Keely Ringo. Uh, And I tweeted out last night, Morocco matters. I mean, Morocco Brown was the driving force behind getting the Colts interested in in Anthony Richardson. And we we talked about that. Wherever Morocco Brown goes on these pro days, you really need to pay attention. And Morocco Brown has really been around Keely Ringo pretty much the entire draft cycle. So definitely a name to watch. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., a guy who was thought to be a mid-first round talent, is still sitting there. Uh, He could possibly go early. Cody Mock is another name that I know the Colts really, really like if they want to add to the offensive line early. Uh, But I wouldn't rule rule out a trade back. Now, do I think the Colts are going to take any trade back? No, it's got to be the right partner. I don't think the Colts will want to drop back too far necessarily like i don't i don't envision them dropping to the back half of the second round i think if they want to if if someone wants to move up maybe five six picks i think we could see it but but i don't anticipate them dropping back my in my mock draft i had keely ringo because uh, i think keely ringo is, is a stud cornerback fits really well in gus bradley's defense and i think the colts are very very high on him but if keely ringo's not there i think it would probably be cody mock they go on the off- offensive line he's a plug and play starter at right guard and and a guy that i think this colts offensive line would just love to have so i think those are going to be the two options and I see people in the chat talking about wide receiver. I think wide receiver would be the target in round three and not round two. Um, I, I know, John, like I said, Jonathan Mingo's out there. He might go a little earlier than, than the third round, maybe towards the back end of the second. Tyler Scott is a name I know the Colts are really, really high on as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out tonight. Colts have a ton of needs, and I think a lot, they, a couple of them can be addressed on day two and then we're going to have the chaos of of day three where uh rounds four through seven are just going to be pick after pick after pick it's 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 going to be so exciting to watch but that's our show for today guys thank you so much for joining us on the lunch hour to talk about anthony richardson talk about the colts draft strategy uh last night was fun and i think we're, we're in for a couple more really really fun fun days so if you haven't done so already please go ahead and follow us on all the things go ahead and like horseshoe huddle on facebook go ahead and follow at colts on fn on twitter subscribe to the youtube channel and hit that bell so you know whenever we're going live 
live. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And, and as soon as we're on other podcast platforms, we're just waiting to be approved. We'll let you guys know as well so you can listen to us on Spotify, Google, wherever you listen. Go ahead and follow Drake at D Walster Drake. I'll get his handle up there. You can follow me at Andrew Moore NFL. Like I said before, Drake's got a really great piece on Anthony Richardson uh, on his, he's going to be grading all the draft picks. So you definitely want to check that out. You can look at my piece on Anthony Richardson's comments, both at the draft and, and speaking to all the media here, uh, really got a glimpse of the type of person Anthony Richardson is. And Colts fans, I think you're really going to love him. Before we get out of here, I'm going to give some guys a shout out. Wyatt Law, DSG Goodbar, Logan Schmidt, uh, Spooks Hill Joe, Stats Matt, Chad, uh, Rich Wheeler, all of you guys, Sky, Tina, you guys Brandon make this. Moses was even in Brandon there. Brandon yeah. Moses was in here. Uh, <laughs> you always love when Brandon Moses pops up. Uh, but uh, you guys, this is fun. Draft weekend is always so much fun. We really appreciate it for Drake and myself. Have a good one, and we will be back Monday night to talk about the rest of the draft class. And of course, we'll probably talk a little bit more Anthony Richardson. But Colts fans, we got our quarterback. Enjoy it.